Sands, My White Audio Blog. Thank you, Your Majesty. Queen Elizabeth II, Elizabeth Alexandra May Windsor, 21st of April 1926 to the 8th of September 2022. At 12.34pm today, on the 8th of September 2022, the Royal Family Twitter account released a statement on their website. Following further evaluation this morning, the Queen's doctors are concerned for Her Majesty's health and have recommended she remain under medical supervision. The Queen remains comfortable and at Balmoral. Immediately, we started to have continuous news coverage of events that were unfolding at Balmoral, where the Queen had been residing for the last few weeks, one of her favourite places to be. Princess Eugenie once said, It's the most beautiful place on earth. I think Granny is the most happy there. I think she really, really loves the Highlands. It's incredibly rare for Buckingham Palace to put out statements about the Queen's health, so people knew something was wrong. Even though only a mere 48 hours prior, she had been at work appointing our new Prime Minister, Liz Truss. So there was reason for concern, and when we heard that her children and grandchildren were all flying up to Scotland to be with her, I think a lot of the country were worried or on standby. The potential imminent death of a monarch of 70 years is no small event for the media to cover. I found myself offering up a prayer for her and the family around 2.15pm, that she would feel at peace whatever her situation, and that if she were to die, her family would make it in time to be with her. Then, at exactly 2.40pm, my attention was drawn to the window when a flash of lightning caught my eye, and then there was a single loud clap of thunder. I have no idea if this marked anything in the heavens, but I stopped for a second and I wondered if she'd gone. If maybe it was the marking of the end of a long life and reign. Buckingham Palace haven't released her time of death, so I might always have to just wonder about that. At 6.30pm, Chris, myself and a friend were in the car on the way to Pilates. And Chris, in the back seat, who was monitoring Twitter for news, journalists are never switched off, announced that the royal family had tweeted this. A statement from His Majesty the King. The death of my beloved mother, Her Majesty the Queen, is a moment of the greatest sadness for me and all members of my family. We mourn profoundly the passing of a cherished sovereign and a much-loved mother. I know her loss will be deeply felt throughout the country, the realms and the Commonwealth, and by countless people around the world. During this period of mourning and change, my family and I will be comforted and sustained by our knowledge of the respect and deep affection in which the Queen was so widely held. As I continued to drive, I think we were all in a bit of shock. You may have experienced it yourself, but when the news of any death comes, it rarely feels as you anticipate. There's something about it being said out loud that evokes feelings that you didn't fully imagine previously. On my Pilates mat tonight, I just kept thinking about the fact she was no longer around and all the things that would change and those that would be grieving and all that we would experience for the first time in the coming days. Then later this evening, we popped to our local church to help set up for tomorrow, where there will be a space for people to come and light candles, say prayers, write tributes and pay their respects, all while the flag is flying at half-mast and the church bells across the country will be ringing out. Indeed, the colour has drained from the UK for a while and even from the Google logo. I'll put an image on the blog. And the royal website is only one page of black, with just her name and an image and the announcement of her death. I'll put an image of that as well. 
In the coming days, I have no doubt there'll be many creative and wonderful tributes pouring out of grateful hearts. Where there is grief, there was, and is, love. And when love is displaced, we grieve. Whatever your thoughts on the monarchy, tonight a mother, a grandmother, a great-grandmother, and the leader of a nation has died, and every death, every loss, deserves grief. Now there are a lot of people who aren't really for the monarchy, or who are strongly against it even, but now is not the time for these sorts of debates and arguments. As the old adage says, if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. And now is such a time for these wise words. Those that are mourning aren't just sad because they're pro-monarchy, they are sad because a great life has ended. There are few of us that could have been born into a family where every step of our life was dictated to us, thrown into the job of running a country far earlier than you should have been, and only thrown in because your uncle chose to abdicate, without whinging about it constantly. Queen Elizabeth said in her UN speech in 1957, I know of no single formula for success, but over the years I have observed that some attributes of leadership are universal and are often about finding ways of encouraging people to combine their efforts, their talents, their insights, their enthusiasm and their inspiration to work together. The Royal Family released 70 facts to mark the Queen's Platinum Jubilee, and here are some of my favourites. She's the longest reigning monarch in British history. She had 15 Prime Ministers, starting with Winston Churchill. She met 14 Presidents of the United States. She met four Popes. She visited over 100 countries. She carried out over 21,000 engagements in her reign. She sent over 300,000 congratulatory cards to people celebrating their 100th birthdays. She sent over 900,000 messages to couples marking their diamond wedding anniversaries. That's 60 years. She was a committed Christian, quoting, For me, the life of Jesus Christ is an inspiration and an anchor in my life. She had more than 30 corgis and doggies. I didn't even know they existed. Most of them all descended from her first corgi, Susan, who she got when she was 18 years old. She was given a black mare in 1969 named Burmese by the Royal Canadian Mounted Police and it was ridden by the Queen for Trooping of the Colour for 18 consecutive years. She sent her first email in 1976 to the US Secretary of Defence. I didn't even know email existed then. And my absolute favourite fact, that they listed last at number 70. As part of the London 2012 Olympics opening ceremony, secret agent James Bond escorted the Queen from Buckingham Palace to the Olympic Stadium by helicopter before they both parachuted into the event. And you can check that out on Google. We've had the privilege of being under a leader that has not put our country in danger of war or fear of death or extreme poverty. One who was devoted to her faith, her people, her husband and her family. She was known as the Servant Queen, and as Chris remarked today, the servant queen has just met her king of kings. By this he meant Jesus, but of course she has also been reunited with her earthly king, even though we call the husbands of queens princes, but that's another story that I actually don't even know. The fact that she has died within two years of her beloved Prince Philip is something many people are commenting on as a sign of their bond. And whether that's true or not, it's such a romantic idea that I'm running with it. In 1997, Queen Elizabeth said this of Prince Philip. 
He is someone who doesn't take easily to compliments, but he has, quite simply, been my strength and stay all these years. And I, and his whole family, and this and many other countries, owe him a debt greater than he would ever claim, or we shall ever know. And I can still hear her voice in my head as I read these quotes. So our country goes into mourning in a way that most of us have never seen before. We will see a funeral on a scale we have never witnessed. We will have change. There will be many events cancelled, many planned, many tears, many smiles. We have swapped a male prime minister for a new female one and a queen for a king. And as we all know as listeners to The Silent Why, all change is loss. And all loss must be grieved. Queen Elizabeth II said in September 2011 in a statement about the Twin Towers attack. But nothing that can be said can begin to take away the anguish and the pain of these moments. Grief is the price we pay for love. And the Duke of Cambridge has said, My grandmother once said that grief is the price we pay for love. Here today we love and we grieve. Rest in peace, Your Majesty, for your peace has been well earned. I will finish with words from Queen Elizabeth herself, from her Christmas Day message in 1957. Today, we need a special kind of courage. Not the kind needed in battle, but a kind which makes us stand up for everything that we know is right. Everything that is true and honest. We need the kind of courage that can withstand the subtle corruption of the cynics, so that we can show the world that we are not afraid of the future. It has always been easy to hate and destroy. To build and to cherish is much more difficult.